So we're in the business end of Stump My Q. It is the quarterfinal stage. I'm Karthik Ayer and I have with me, first of all, our quiz master, Gaurav Sundaram. And Gaurav, this is a stage now where the questions get tougher, don't they? I guess so, but who knows? Uh, the way the contestants have been answering from the second round onwards, it's been pretty uh, tough for me. Mm-hmm. And we have two contestants here who will try to make it even tougher for you. First up is Mohammed Isam. Isam, you've had your uh, a very topsy-turvy up and down two rounds. If I remember correctly, in your first round, you didn't do your specialist subject very well. In the second round, your general knowledge questions, you just... I mean, it was it was a blowout for you. You were lucky when Daniel couldn't answer his either. Yeah, you guys remember 2003 World Cup, right? Where Kenya <laughs> and some of these teams made it to the semi-final. I'm pretty much like that, you know. I, I like this, how everyone is trying to associate themselves with the cricket team. Like they're trying to find some something similar with some team in the history of the game. I mean, get a little innovative, guys. Isam, anyway, what is your specialist subject for the day? Oh, I chose uh, the Bangladesh Premier League, the uh, second best uh, T20 tournament in the world. Nicely done, nicely done. The second best T20 tournament. Listener, we'll let you guess which one is the best. Uh, and Isam's opponent today is, of course, Chandan. Chandan has been rocking it so far on Stump My Q. He's taken away all our Ashes contestants. In the first round, he got rid of Allen. In the second round, he got rid of Bretig. Today, Chandan, it's India versus Bangladesh. Yeah, good to be here. So, I have picked uh, 1942-43 season of Ranji Trophy. Oh, God. Okay, so answer me this, Chandan. Or maybe yeah. even Gaurav, you can answer me this. So, you started with 35, I think. Then you went into the next year. Why did you jump ahead by 10 years? <laughs> I know a bit of Ranji Trophy, I guess, pre-World War II. So, I just picked it randomly. There is no, like, any strategy or anything. Like oh, anything. oh yeah, we're, we're sure there's no strategy behind picking 1930s and 40s Ranji season as your topic. Like you can see it on Gaurav's face. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? Gaurav, how much of Ranji history have you learned just because of Chandra? That's the biggest benefit of actually uh, conducting these quizzes. You research so much and you actually learn on that uh, uh, during that research. So I've actually been lucky. Uh, I learned some couple of very, very interesting trivias uh, on the way. So thanks, Chandan. Uh, if you do go to the next uh, round, please, I would like something different from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let, let's get this underway, guys, Isam and Chandan. Isam, as you know, Chandan will go first. He will take his specialist subject questions. Then you will take your specialist subject questions, followed by your general knowledge round. And then Chandan will take his GQ round. And then we will have a semi-finalist for Stump My Q. Gaurav, over to you. Okay, so then let's just get cracking straight away. Your first question, who scored the highest individual score of this particular season? Highest individual score? Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Muttal Swami Naidu. And how much did he score? I guess 199 before he was bold. Okay, that has uh, that clearly shows you know your 42-43 Ranji Trophy very well. That's a good start. It is M.M. Naidu. Your next question is another easy one. It's very hard to set tough questions in this uh, set. West Zone has five teams. If Navanagar, Baroda, Maharashtra were three of them, which were the other two? Navanagar was one, Baroda was another, Maharashtra was the third. I want you to tell me the other two uh, teams which contested in the West Zone. And it, each team will get you 0.5. So first I'll go with Sindh. Okay. And Western Province. Mm, you want to just uh, improve that answer? Wait, you told Navanagar, 
बडोडा महाराष्ट्र महाराष्ट्र सो एंड यू टोल्ड मी सिंध सिंध इज आल्सो राइट द सिंध विल गिव यू 0.5 आई जस्ट वांट टू सी इफ यू कैन इंप्रूव योर अदर आंसर बडोडा प्लेड अगेंस्ट वेस्टर्न इंडियन I'll give it to you, uh, uh, Chandan. Actually, you said Western yeah. Province, but now you said Western India. So uh, the answer is Western India. Uh, both are uh, fine. So yeah. I will give it to you. It is Western India and Sindh. Uh, that gives you two points. Uh, another very simple question: Who took the most wickets in this particular edition? In this particular edition. Let's see, can I? Perfect. That's three on three. Now for your star questions: Jagadi Pendra, Narayan, Boop Bahadur. scored 84 runs in two innings in this particular season all i want you to tell me is which team did he play for uh, can you tell the name again jagadipendra narayan bhup bahadur is it rasputana rasputana no uh, that's a wrong answer uh, chandan so actually for those who are listening Uh, this is not a very arbit name i've just thrown out this is the actual name of maharaja of kuch bihar so we all know a maharaja of kuch bihar from this uh, ed- edition who plays for bengal uh, through the scorecards his name is mentioned as maharaja of kuch bihar and i looked up and this was his actual name so that's why it's a star question this was not the name from the scorecard so that might have gone past you so the answer is maharaja of kuch bihar from bengal So it's You're not just cricket lessons that Gaurav is taking here; it's history lessons as well. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, in such a small topic, uh, how else do I uh, give a challenge for our uh, contestants? Your next question and your last of your star questions, Chandan. Yeah. Again, uh, take your time. This cricketer top scored for his team in one of the semi-finals. I'm not giving you which match anything. He top scored for his team in the match, not an in innings. However, this player created history during this match for some other feat, which is still a first-class record. What feat? I don't want the player's name. So, a feat he created in the semi-finals is still a first-class record till till date. First-class record. What feat is this? So, it is still there. No one has broke. No one has broken it. Okay. Uh, yeah, this time it's tough. Uh, okay, I'll go with the. the uh, youngest ever to make a debut in first class match nothing is tough for you chandan it's a brilliant answer it is the youngest ever first class cricketer do you know his name alimuddin it is alimuddin who made his debut for rajputana in the semi finals against baroda for those who don't know rajputana is also known as rajasthan currently and he was just 12 years and 43 days old when he made his first class debut kartik what were you doing when you were 12 years and 43 days old <laughs> So that's an excellent performance by Chandan. One star question in his score of four out of five. Isam, there is a tough challenge on your hand when you take your questions on the Bangladesh Premier League. Yeah, great, uh, Chandan. You did really good. I, I had, I, I'm actually researching for a book, so I have been going through a lot of early 1930s and 40s uh, Ranji season. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that was brilliant. So how how many of those answers could you have got? I don't think any one of them. I have absolutely, but I know Ali Muddin. I think later played for Pakistan. He played Test cricket for Pakistan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Isam, I uh, hope yeah. you can get four or five and make it a, a very close one. So your yeah. first question: Only three overseas players have won the Player of the Tournament award in the BPL. If two were Chris Gayle and Andre Russell, who was the third? Player of the Tournament, so they're yeah, just yeah. about 
seven people from which you need to yeah, choose yeah 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 and yeah, just yeah. to tell you i think every other season it was shakibal asan so <laughs> Yeah 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 um i think so chris gale and uh, uh, yeah russell was the last one yeah um chris gale i think 2017 after that 100 in the final um yeah. i'm i'm not sure 2016 or i think 2015 it was ashar zaidi wasn't it is that your final answer yeah that's my final answer yeah it it is ashar zaidi well okay. done uh, isam uh, he's a pakistan cricketer who played uh, a lot of cricket in england and he played yeah, for yeah. kamila victorians so yeah. ashar zaidi that was something which i learned uh, during my research otherwise every other year it's been shakibal hasan and gail and andre russell and and god of one thing he played as a english cricketer he didn't yeah. play as a pakistan Yes, he did. I that's why I just said the Pakistan. He was born in Pakistan. Yeah, he plays yeah. first class, and he played yeah. as an English cricketer. Perfect there. I think he played for Sussex, if uh, I'm yeah. not mistaken. Uh, your next question, Andre Russell is the latest to achieve this particular feat in the BPL. That is the last uh, person to achieve this feat. There have been only five players who are part of this list. Who was the first? Do you know what feat I'm talking about? Um. So Andre Russell is the latest to achieve this feat. Yeah. Of the last person, only five players have been part of this particular list. Who was the first to achieve this particular feat? Do you know what feat I'm talking about? I think hat trick. Okay, perfect. Uh, that's um, not a question, well, though. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the question is who was the first, right? Yeah, yeah. Mohammad Sami. Perfect. That gives you two on two. This is uh, you're doing well, Isam. Your next question: Which bowler holds the record for the best bowling figures in a final of a of the BPL? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, final. All of the a, finals again. Yeah, go yeah, to yeah, your yeah. seven finals or eight finals yeah, and. Yeah, uh, yeah. So first final, I think Musharraf Rubel took a three-wicket haul. Second final. Oh, sorry, sorry. Wait, I'm just thinking out loud. Take um, your time. Yeah, Dhaka please. Gladiators champion first year. No, no one really. Those four, five wickets fell. Second final, I think Musharraf Rubel took three wickets. Third final, nothing significant. Fourth. um fourth one do i have to tell you the figure as well no just no no, no i just want the name okay um fourth player, player may not know the figure fourth wait i think it happened in 2006 15 or 16 because i think the last three finals weren't that bowler friendly um this is a tough one for me there are two finals where only one wicket fell in the innings one or two wickets fell. <laughs> so that makes your job a lot yeah. easier but yeah, I, yeah. i didn't say from the winning team by the way i asked you yeah, which yeah, bowler yeah, holds the record yeah, for the yeah. best bowling figures yeah 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 is it alamin hussain no i'm afraid it's not alamin hussain it's actually rubel hussain who took 4 for 44 versus dhaka in 2013 okay your first of okay. your star questions this was a very interesting uh, answer Chris Gale has the most runs by an overseas player in the history of the competition by a large margin. Who comes in second? Second, um Riley Russo. Wow, that's a good answer. I had yeah. no memory of him playing so much of BPL. I know he did well in the PSL, but No, so he played the last two seasons only and he was the like he uh, so his 558 and I think 495 the top two um season scores. 
in BPL history. Wow. So I've so done stories shows, on that. No, uh, no, I've done an interview with him on that, this subject exactly. So <laughs> that I remember, yeah. Should be Riley Russo. Riley Russo it is. You've got your star question. If you get this question, you actually have an edge over Chandan. So uh, let's see if you can crack this. It's a slightly uh, uh, easy one, I would assume, for someone who's been covering the BPL. There have been only five venues which has hosted BPL games, Isam. Millpool yeah. has hosted an incredible 196 matches in this. I want you to tell me the name of the stadium which has hosted the least number of games. Name of the stadium. Not the Sha- um, Sheikh Abu Nasser Stadium. Are you 100% sure? Uh, five venues you said. So basically, Mirpur is one. Uh, Chittagong is two. Oh, sorry. That was a good question actually. <laughs> MAZ Stadium in Chittagong. So what's it's your final every, answer? You uh, can go to your file and just tell me your final answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, Silet uh, also hosted some matches. I've covered it in all five venues. Um, Kulna, I remember covering uh, eight matches, I think, in one season. Sorry, just give me a minute. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Emirates, yeah, Emirates Stadium in Chittagong. I might be wrong, but. I'm just thinking there should be MAZs. They just hosted that, it one season. Is and that a few your games. final answer? Yeah, yeah, final answer. I'm afraid uh, it's wrong. It's actually Sheikh Abuna, Abuna <laughs> who have actually hosted only those eight games which you have attended. The other okay. stadium which you spoke has hosted about 10 games. So well done, Isam. You could have got the lead there, but now you're actually one behind Chandan with a score of yeah. three. Three out of five for Isam with one star question correct. That leaves you one point behind Chantan. That was an excellent last question, Gaurav, especially for a reporter as Isam. He has been to every ground. So you would just assume, I think all our listeners would also assume that he would know this by the back of his hand. But well done there, Gaurav, with, with a very, 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 I would say shrewd question. And the fact that Isam said that he attended all eight matches makes it even more uh, good because those are the only eight <laughs> matches they've actually uh, hosted. Hosted, yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, lovely. Okay. So, Isam, you will now continue on with your general knowledge round. Chandan, you will now leave the call, but in the knowledge that Isam cannot win your contest while you're off the call. So, come what may, you will still have a chance in your general knowledge round. We'll see you on the other side, Chandan. Isam, you're one point behind Chandan. You've got the same number of star questions, correct? So you're even on that mark, but you need to make up that one point in your general knowledge round. I hope for your sake, it's not a repeat of your previous general knowledge round because then the contest would be done and dusted by now. Yeah. Gaurav, give him his five questions. Yeah, sure. For what for what it's worth, Isam, Chandan's uh, been, his strength has been his specific topics. He has, I think his GK rounds have also been pretty uh, below par. Uh, so you definitely find I uh, you definitely have a good chance. So uh, let's get cracking. Take your time again and uh, go with uh, your gut instinct. So your okay. first question: This player was in the reckoning to be selected by two teams in 1999 for the World Cup, and he was selected by the lesser fancy team after the better team passed on him. He ended up scoring more runs than any of the players in both sides. Who was he? I can repeat it if you if you don't know the answer. No, just one part. Uh, yeah. He played for the lesser team, right? Yeah. Lesser yeah. known team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Gavin Hamilton. Perfect. It is Gavin Hamilton. He played for Scotland and Scotland, England yeah. and he actually scored more runs than any of the players in both sides. Your next question, again, take your time, think carefully and give me an answer. There are only two test teams that have never won a test match in uh, men's cricket. 
if one of them is ilen which is the other uh icc world 11 perfect that's a, that is a good answer uh, icc world 11 not many will remember that they played that one test against super test yes uh, super test against australia and uh, yeah i think everybody will forget that so uh, your next question again this is a easy one very easy one i expect both of you to crack this who captain new zealand in the inaugural under 19 world cup in 1988 he also holds a unique record for new zealand with respect to his debut simple question who captain new zealand in a inaugural under 19 world cup in world 1988 cup. the okay. clue is he also holds a very unique record for new zealand with respect to his debut yeah lee jermon perfect it is lee jermon okay. i knew that was easy the clue would have given it away yeah uh, uh, or did you know it from the fact that he was a captain no. 19 no 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 the the clue he's the first uh, captain i think to debut for his team right yeah, yeah. he debuted as a captain, captain uh, which yeah, is pretty amazing yeah. uh, in uh, test cricket so well yeah. done um isam that's three on three but before we get uh, to the let's get to the first dark question before sri lanka made 952 a particular team held the record for the highest team score with a total of 903 for 7 I want you to tell me which player top scored in that total for total of 903. This I have no idea about. It's England. Um okay, so it's workoutable. It's lo- yeah. if you if you be yeah. logical about it, you may may arrive at the right answer. Look, it was England, um but I don't know the year. So if you could give me the year then maybe I can have a calculated guess. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the okay. for this, but 903 for seven. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. 903 for seven. There's another way to uh, arrive at the answer if that helps. You don't need the year per se, but if you score 903, then you do expect certain things to happen. Yeah. Um. So this one is the the uh, that uh, lim- what do you call that unlimited test match or whatever the one Time, that, timeless timeless test. timeless test match. Yeah. So I'm just so, trying so can to can I can I butt in here yeah, considering sure. you know that fact I think the period if you wanted the year we're not going to give you the year but the period is in Chandan's area of expertise <laughs> <laughs> No I don't think that man has played for uh, played in the Ranji trophy at least <laughs> No um so I'm I'm thinking that it it yeah um it it will be a guess for sure anyways um I think I can uh, give you the year if yeah you're okay with me giving the year for uh, chandan as well yeah 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 absolutely you can i'm sure you can okay it's 1938 yeah um so in that case i think it was uh, uh herbert sutcliffe i'm afraid isam you were on the right track so one of the reasons i asked this question is because this was the highest test score for a very very long time until gary sobers broke it so now do you know who the answer Len is Hutton. yeah yes, it is len hatton with 364 and that was the yeah. uh, route i thought you would go uh, considering an englishman making a big triple so your last question another star questions uh, again take your time think beyond no yeah. the spagiza league is the yeah. name of the afghanistan t20 league right right what, what i want you to tell me is the meaning of spagiza obviously this is a cricket quiz and it's a t20 league so think and take a logical guess for what it's worth it's it's uh, interesting information for our listeners yeah but <laughs> we all know the spagiza <laughs> league in afghanistan uh, is the name of the afghanistan t20 league i want you to know yeah. why they've called it that as in what is the meaning of spagiza 
I really don't know if I'm pronouncing it well, but yeah, yeah, no, no, it's uh, pronunciation is obviously to... the last of my concern. <laughs> I just want <laughs> you to tell me the meaning, and yeah. it's related to cricket and T20, so it's not that hard as you think. Oh wow, I didn't, I had absolutely no idea that it was related to cricket. Uh, Spagiza, speed, speed, is it speed? Excellent uh, thinking, excellent guess. Uh, I'm that afraid the speed. answer is six. Yeah. Six. Oh, okay. Wow. The fact that it's sixes are scored, it's that's why they've named it uh, as this. But well, at least you thought in the right lines it was something with the yeah. cricket connects. So, Spagiza means six, and that's why they named it uh, named the name of the Afghanistan T20 league. So that gives you a score of six with one star Isam. And uh, let's uh, what are you, Karthik? Let's see what uh, Chandan can do. Okay, welcome back, Chandan, to Stump My Q, your quarterfinal clash with Isam. Isam scored an even three in his uh, general knowledge round, which gives him a total score of six. Another advantage for you is the fact that he hasn't got either of his star questions correct, which means you with a score of four will go through if you get three correct. You can also go through if you get two correct and one of it is a star question as well. But your target, for all intents and purposes, is three. Are you ready for your general knowledge questions? Yeah. Gaurav, take it away. This player was in the reckoning to be selected by two teams in the 1999 World Cup. He was selected by the lesser fancy team after the better team decided to pass him, as the better team decided not to select him. He ended up scoring more runs than any of the players in both sides. Who was he? Is it Graham Hick? Good guess. He did. Uh, he was born in uh, Zimbabwe and played for England. But it's not Graham Hick. It's actually Gavin Hamilton, who mm-hmm. played for uh, Scotland and uh, then later on went on to represent England. There are only two Test teams in men's cricket that have never won a Test match. One of them is Ireland, which is the other. Is, is it the ICC World Eleven? Yes, it is the ICC World Eleven, which played the Super Series against Australia. Who captained New Zealand in the inaugural Under-19 World Cup in 1988? He also holds a unique record for New Zealand with respect to his Test debut. Okay, I don't have anything, so I'll give. I'll go with some guess. Is it Nathan Astill? No, it's not Nathan Astill. It's actually Lee Jamon who captained Lee Jamon. his. Uh, who I captained know New Zealand in Test cricket uh, on his debut. So yeah. he actually captained uh, New Zealand in the Under-19 World Cup. So Karthik, where, where do we stay? Where do we stand now? Currently, as it stands, Chandan is still one point behind. He's on a score of five, and Isam has a score of six. But Chandan has only two star questions remaining, which means that if Chandan gets any one of the next two correct, he goes through to the semi-finals of Stump IQ. Okay, great. So. Uh, Tandan, this should be the clincher for you, uh, according to me at least. Before Sri Lanka made 9.52, a particular team held a record for the highest team score with a total of 903 for 7 in 1938. I want you to tell me which player top scored in that total of 903. Is it Victor Trumper? Wow, I think you jumped the gun there. You went too fast. Okay. do you have a second chance? <laughs> you don't have a second chance. It is actually Len Hutton who scored 364. It's, I thought that was a pretty simple one. Did you just go too fast without hearing the question? Yeah, I just... 
Yeah, it is Len Hutton, 364, which was the highest individual score until uh, Gary Sobers uh, beat Gary that. Sobers. So you could have taken your time. I thought this was a pretty straightforward question for you since you know your history. Um, uh, you missed that one. Uh, now for your final star question, you need to get this to qualify. Otherwise, Isam qualifies. So the chances of us getting a tiebreak is not there. Your uh, final question, which Isam claims that you will surely answer, but I think it's a tough one. We all know the Spagiza League in Afghanistan, right? That's the name of the Afghanistan T20 League. It's called Spagiza League. What I want you to tell me is the meaning of the word Spagiza. It's obviously related to cricket and T20. Uh, that's why I'm asking this in this quiz. The name of the Afghanistan T20 League is Spagiza. What is the meaning? Uh, Spagiza means six, I guess. Like bound six, yeah. Boundary. Six is your answer. Six. Yeah, I, I think six, I guess. I, was yeah. that a guess or was it something you just, uh, you knew about I recall it? Today my memory is like going up and down. So I, I, I recall something, but it was something related to boundaries. So yeah, six, I'll go with. And Isam was right in with respect to the fact that you know this answer, Chandan, well done. This gives you a spot in the semi-final. Wow, that is excellent by Chandan. I mean, that, that, that was so up and down there. In the question that Gaurav thought you would go through, you messed up. And you messed up bad because you answered in such a hurry that, that we were all shocked here. We thought you'll definitely get Len Hutton. But in the question where it was slightly tougher, it was more like, do you know the meaning of this and that word? I mean, Gaurav is coming up with some excellent questions today. You have now qualified to the semifinals. But Isam... You know what? You've ended up finishing on the same points as one of the best quizzers we have seen on Stump IQ. So there is no shame in going out to Chandan. Thank you both so much for joining us. Chandan, we will see you in the semifinals. Gaurav, the questions were absolutely stunning today. Yeah, superb questions. And well played, Isamai. Yeah, Chandan, well done. Congratulations on your semifinal spot. Thank you. I hope hope you choose... I hope you uh, choose another tough one for Gaurav. <laughs> and no, seriously, I love this uh, this round of questions. They are superb questions. And sorry, Isam, uh, Kenya made it to the semis, but unfortunately, here you lose out in the quarter. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so our final quarterfinal on Stump My Q sees the return of the man who has the highest score on Stump My Q so far. Matthew Verghese, who scored an absolutely brilliant 9 out of 10 in his previous round. Hey, Matt, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Hope to repeat that score, but let's see. Mm-hmm. And, and Matthew, you know your opponent, and I don't like this term, but your opponent is technically a lucky loser. I mean, that's really not saying much because his score was probably more than a lot of quote-unquote winners in round two. But he is Daniel Bretig. Welcome back to Stump IQ. Thank you. Um, I much prefer the term rapper charge, but uh, yeah, that's, um, we'll, we'll go with lucky loser as well. No, rapper charge is fine as well. Whichever one you like, Dan. So you guys know the drill. Dan, because we're going in alphabetical order, you'll be going first. You'll take your specialist subject questions. Your specialist subject is? The 1993 Ashes Tour. The 1993 Ashes Tour. Okay, and you'll be up against Matthew's specialist subject, which is? The 2003 World Cup. So Matthew is just picking off all the World Cups one after the other. That's what you're doing, right? 96, 99, now 2003, correct? Yeah, I couldn't think much about it, so might as well go with the flow. And we also have with us, of course, is Quizmaster Gaurav Sundaraman. Gaurav, do you think Matthew's entire grand plan in this equation is to 
win it with a six with the 2011 World Cup. Well, it's still better than uh, 1938 Ranji Trophy or 1937 <laughs> Ranji Trophy. So it gives me more the scope to ask some interesting trivia. So mm. yeah. That's great. So Dan, you're going to go first with your specialist subject. Five questions on the 1993 Ashes talk given to you by Gaurav. Take it away, G Stats. Sure. Okay, Dan. Let's just get cracking. Um, this seems to be uh, your forte in terms of Ashes and Australian and uh, Australian cricket. So let's see if uh, you can crack this. Your first question: Who is England's player of the series? England's player of the series in 1993 was Graham Gooch. that gives you one point it is graham gooch easy one there next one another question on uh, graham gooch he scored a brilliant 133 from 247 balls in manchester i want you to tell me who dismissed graham gooch in that innings he was dismissed hit wicket the bowler was merv hughes but uh, hit wicket doesn't get ascribed to a bowler does it i think you knew it but you told me the wrong dismissal it's actually handling the ball Oh, handling the ball. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Not so, hit wicket. <laughs> I'm afraid you just jumped the gun. You got the uh, funda right in terms of uh, how he got out. It doesn't go to the bowler actually. It is uh, handling the ball. Uh, so, always argued he should have got it. <laughs> but I I won't be able to give you a point for that unfortunately. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes, you did get the a trick in that. So well done to that. Been a long that. day. <laughs> so your next question who was the only Aussie bowler who bowled but did not take any wickets it's not an obscure like a one over thing so it's... no 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 well i would i would think um i i would i would think that um it would have to be craig mcdermott because he was wicketless in the first test and pulled out of the second one before he bowled again Perfect. It is Craig McDermott. That's a pretty straightforward one there. Well done, Dan. Now for your two uh, star questions. Uh, the first one. Uh, in this entire tour, Australia lost to one county among all the practice matches. Which county beat them? They just lost one, and they lost by five wickets. I think it was. I may get. I may end up getting this wrong because I think they might have lost to this team in either '93 or '89, and I could have got them mixed up. But was it Worcestershire? Oh no, it's actually Lancashire. They uh, beat them by yeah. five wickets. I reckon if you look, if you have a look at '89, I'm pretty sure it was Worcestershire. They lost to '89. <laughs> So but, yeah, it was one of one of the. I know they beat Lancashire in '89. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's just uh, you had two options and you went for the wrong one, but slightly tough one there. It's the quarterfinals. So another tough one, uh, at least to me. Let's see, uh, it might be uh, easy for you. So uh, he burst on the scene at Somerset and was heralded as one of England's most promising players. Bob Cotton described him as the best young player he has ever seen. and that reputation was further enhanced on England's A tour of Australia in 92-93 at the end of the 1993 season he was named cricket writers young player of the year but he struggled on that winter's A team tour to South Africa averaging 17 who was this player who played in this ashes series So uh, if you remember I think England had a lot of players they used in this particular uh, tournament yeah. I think it's the most they've ever used in a series almost 27 or 28 players so Yeah they cycled they cycled through a lot um so when you say some, so he was a Somerset player Yes he burst on the scene at Somerset and was heralded as one of England's most promising players and he was at the end of the 93 season he was named as cricket writers young player of the year 
but he struggled on that winter's A team tour to South Africa. Who was this player who played in this Ashes series? He didn't have a great uh, uh, career as such, but yeah. So you need to choose among one of those young players. Okay. Well, there were two. I think there were two. There were two players um, who debuted out of Somerset in that Ashes series, and one had more of a career than the other. So the one who had more of a career was Andy Caddick, but I think the one you're talking about is Michael Athwell. Outstanding, Dan. That's the way you decipher the answer for our listeners. That was really well done. You know your Ashes uh, very well. In fact, the the only one I think you technically missed was Lancashire. I'm sure the handling the ball, if you taught a little bit, you would have uh, got that as well. So well done, Dan. That gives you three with one uh, star question. So now we'll move on to the next specialist subject, which is Matthew Burgess's, which is the 2003 World Cup. Matt, the round one score that you have to beat is three out of five with one star question, right? Let's see how you do. Great, Matt. Let's get going. You've been really good in World Cup, so I, I don't expect any less again. So let's start. Your first question, simple one. We all know that Sachin Tendulkar scored a famous 98 against Pakistan. He was out to a brilliant bouncer from Shoaib Akhtar. Who was the fielder who took that catch? Yunus Khan? It is Yunus Khan. That gives you one point. Good answer. Did you know that or was that a guess? No, I was confused between Yunus or Yusuf. Okay, great. That's one point for you. Your second question. This player scored 213 runs in this tournament that included one century, 150 and three ducks. This was the joint most ducks in this edition. His highest score was an unbeaten 102. Who am I talking about? This player scored 213 runs and this included one century, 150 and three ducks. Pretty weird season. Uh, his highest score was an unbeaten 102. Okay, 102. It's That means it's not Davison. It has to be someone else. Uh, is it uh, Nathan Astle? Wow, Matthew, that's a brilliant answer. How did you crack that? No, I'd say Astle had scored a century, I knew, but... Uh, I knew he hadn't played a few games in between, so I was just wondering whether I knew it wasn't Davison. So I, because you mentioned 102 not out, so that's how I. Well done, Matthew. That's some really good cracking. Your next question. I think this is slightly tricky. Let's see if you can get it. Otherwise, I'll just go to Dan for whatever it's worth. Australia made three replacements from their original squad. We all know that Vaughan got replaced due to the ban and was replaced by Nathan Horridge. Who were the other two players who were replaced? One was replaced before the tournament, another during. I'll again repeat it. Australia made three replacements from the original squad. We all know Shane Vaughan got replaced in his, during the due to his ban and was replaced by Nathan Horitz. That is one. Who were the okay. other two players who were replaced? One was replaced before the tournament even started. So obviously he didn't even play. And the other was during the tournament. So one was uh, Shane Watson, I think. Uh, okay. And Shane Watson and uh, Shane Watson, I think, was replaced by Ian Harvey. That gives you 0.5. That is correct. And who was the other? I know who the other one is. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, pass. I don't know the other ones. Dan, do you want to go for it? Uh, the um was um, Jason Gillespie. Perfect. And uh, who did, who replaced him? Uh, I don't actually know who replaced him. Um, I, I, I think... He played um, a famous part in the 2007 World Cup, though. Um, oh, Bracken. Yeah, he was just coming into the, into the, uh, the team around that time. 
Perfect. So uh, that gives you 0.5. It helps with tie breaks. Uh, that's why such part questions are there. Your next question, Matthew, first of your star question. Only one bowler took multiple five-wicket hauls in this whole entire tournament. Uh, this includes all associate nations, everybody. Who was this bowler? Only one bowler took multiple five-wicket hauls. Uh, this is uh, Vasbert Drakes. No, this I looked up today, so I had seen a few records. <laughs> oh, well done. You did uh, good. You did your uh, preparation. That's uh, Vasbert Drakes is right. That gives you one star uh, question. Your last of your star questions. There were six players who won Man of the Match award for the losing cost in losing cost in this tournament. Five of the six were from a non-test playing nation and Zimbabwe. I want you to tell me who was the sixth to get this from a test playing nation. This would be uh, Bond six for twenty-three. The against uh, I think yeah Australia yeah. Superb, Matthew. As usual, you continue your good form. It is correct. It is Shane Bond for his six for twenty-three against Australia. So that uh, gives you four and a half uh, with a two-star question. So you look favourites now. Uh, you look you're the favourite now to uh, get past Dan. But let's see. Anything can happen, Karthik. Absolutely, there is just no stopping Matthew Verghese on Stump My Q, especially in the previous round and this. Matthew, you've built up a significant lead of 1.5 points, including both your star questions correct over Dan. Dan, at this point, I'm going to ask you to leave the call. But knowing the fact that if Matthew gets four or more, that puts you out of the contest then and there in his general knowledge round. So Matthew, 4.5 out of 5. This is your general knowledge round. Five questions to you. Okay, Matthew. So what's the uh, score you're looking at? You're looking at uh, clo- a 4, a 4.5 should uh, help you uh, clinch this. So I, I'll tell you what he's looking at, Gaurav. He got 9 out of 10 in the last round. He's looking at 9.5 out of 10 in this round. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good target to have so that he can finish, uh, like you said, uh, with a uh, score of 10 during the finals or the semifinals. So, uh, Matthew, let's uh, the, as we have uh, increased the pressure on you, let me start asking the first question. This should be fairly simple for you. Who won the gold medal when cricket was played in the Commonwealth Games in 1998? South Africa. Yes, it is South Africa. Easy one there. Your next question. Again, slightly longish question. Just hear, uh, hear it fully. Lindsay, Cle- Lindsay Klein pushed the ball to the leg side for the quick single. With only one stump to aim at, this particular player picked up the ball and threw down the stumps running Ian McKiff out by a few inches. This image is possibly the most famous cricket photo of the 20th century. Who is the player or who is the fielder I am talking about? Famous cricketing okay, history. This is, I think, the time test, the first time test. Uh, okay. Joe, is it Joe Solomon? Uh, can I have your answer again? Joe Solomon? Yeah, I think I heard it right. It is Joe Solomon. Your uh, knowledge of cricket history also is amazing. Not a World Cup question. That's two for you. Your uh, third question. Who was international cricket's first ever super sub? Vikram Solanki. It is Vikram Solanki. Karthik, he seems to be on a roll. Everything gets, uh, he seems to be getting right. I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what is happening here. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, Gaurav, you were so right when you said Matthew is a favourite going into Stump My Q. I'd actually underrated him over some of the others in, the, in this competition. But this is brilliant. Matthew currently has a score of 4.5 plus 3, which is 7.5. 
the maximum Dan can get is eight if he gets all five right in the general knowledge round. So, Matthew, one more question correct out of your two star questions, and you are through to the semifinals. Let's uh, go to your first of your star question. So, who was the only player who was part of the original World Cup squads in 2019 that had not played a single ODI? Among all the teams, who was the only player who was part of the original World Cup 2019 squad? The reason I said original squad is, for example, India replaced, uh, I think, uh, Shikhar Dhawan with uh, Mayank Agarwal. And Mayank Agarwal had not played, but he never played in the World Cup. So forget Mayank Agarwal. Who was the only player who was part of the original World Cup 2019 squad that had not played a single ODI? Let me tell you, they are not from um, uh, Bangladesh or Afghanistan. So to make it easy. I don't know how easy it's making, but yeah. Matthew, is it, uh, Nicholas nice guess, uh, um, Matthew, but that's not the right answer. The answer is actually Tom Blundell from New Zealand. At least one for the quiz master. So I'm pretty happy I got one over Matthew. It's a win for me, if not for you. Your last question, another star question. This particular player played 60 tests for his country. He played his only international T20 in the first ever T20I played at Eden Park in 2005. He also played six ODIs for his country, taking four wickets and scoring 103 runs. Who am I talking about? This player played 60 tests for his country. He played his only T20I in the first ever T20I played at Eden Park in 2005. He also played six ODIs for his country, taking four wickets and scoring 103 runs. Who am I talking about? Is it uh, Chris Martin? Uh, good guess, but that's wrong. And being a star question, being a quarterfinal, there is a slight trick to this question. The 60 tests I never mentioned, it was for, for cricket. It was in rugby. This is actually a double international named oh, Jeff, Jeff Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, oh, Jeff. Jeff Wilson. So that's how... Yeah, uh, not Jeff Wilson, but I was, I, the tests I was assuming it's uh, cricket itself. Okay. Yeah, sometimes... Uh, uh, in the quarterfinal, you need to uh, know my, slightly more. You need to take the read the question more or hear the question more in this case. But anyway, well done, uh, Matthew. You've done extremely well. Uh, uh, for our listeners, this is Jeff Wilson. He's a double international. He played 60 tests for rugby, uh, for the All Blacks in rugby. And he played his only international T20I against Australia in um, Eden Park in 2005. Dan, welcome back to Stump IQ. So I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is that you are still in the contest to enter the semifinals of Stump IQ. Because the bad news is that you need a perfect score to get there. A 5 out of 5 in your general knowledge round. Because Matthew Verghese scored 3 out of 5 in his GQ round, which gives him a total score of 7.5. You scored three in your specialist subject round. The maximum you can reach is eight, and the maximum is what you'll need to qualify for the semifinals of Stump IQ. Gaurav Sundaraman has your GK questions. Take it away. Great. I have a strange feeling that that hit wicket handling the ball is going to come back to bite uh, Dan. But <laughs> let's uh, uh, get cracking. First one, who won the gold medal the only time cricket was played in the Commonwealth Games in 1998? It was, uh, it was won by South Africa. That's it. That's all um, I want. Yep. They beat Australia. And, Do I get a uh, bonus point for saying they beat Australia in the final? No, probably not. 
I wish I can. So that gives you one point. Easy one yeah. there. So well done, uh, Dan. Now your next question, a very famous cricketing trivia. Who was international cricket's first ever super sub? Okay. So they... they um, uh, Do you know when this was introduced? Uh, yeah, it, well, it was, uh, was, it was, it was circa like 2004, 2005. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, I'm presuming it was a one day game between Australia and England. I've got two, I've got two players in mind that were kind of bits and pieces because that's what super subs were. Um, you know, could do a little bit of both. I'll probably, I'll probably be wrong here, but I'll say. Uh, Why Dean don't you tell, tell both the players you have in your mind and. Uh... Okay, well, I, I had, I had, I had um, Demi Mascarenhas and Vikram Solanke were the two that I was thinking of. Okay, and your um, final answer is? Uh, I'll go with Demi Mascarenhas. Kartik, I feel bad. Yeah, unfortunately, Dan, Vikram Solanke was the answer. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you got to Vikram Solanke and went for the other name. So that's like, but the way you work out the answer, Dan, I just wish I could give you points for these. This is really good. Uh, you. Okay. got the match you got the teams it could even be in australia but you went for the right two players and you got the wrong name matthew will be heaving a sigh of relief but anyway let's finish uh, the other <laughs> yeah. two questions the dead, the dead rubber questions yeah, yeah dead rubber questions which australia are generally not good at so let's see if you can crack this uh, this player played 60 tests for his country he played his only international t20 in the first ever t20 i played at eden park in 2005 he also played six ODIs for his country, taking four wickets and scoring 100, 103 runs. Who am I talking about? How many tests again did you say that he played? 60. 60. Gosh. Um, I'm trying to work my way through the, the players on both sides. Australia yeah. New Zealand, obviously. Since it's, um, uh, since it's already, already over, uh, don't, look, don't read too much into that first line. There's As in the number of tests that he played? Yeah, yeah. there's a small trick in that. Okay. How could it be a trick how many tests someone has played? Gosh. <laughs> that's um, exactly the answer. There well, lies the answer. That's the, that's the clue. No, I'm a blank there. I'll pass. Okay, so this is actually Jeff Wilson. He's a double international. He played 60 tests oh, for New yeah. Zealand in rugby. Okay, okay, okay. There you go. Yeah. So that's Jeff Wilson. Um, so that's a tough one there. Your last question, I, th I thought this was the this is the most uh, toughest question of this set. This particular player was the only player in the original squads of the World Cup 2019, which was recently held, who had never played a single ODI at that time, but he was still part of the squad. So uh, this player is not from Bangladesh, Afghanistan. It's a uh, it's from the top na uh, top nations. So he was the only player who was part of the 15, but had never played an ODI when he was selected. So if he had played in the World Cup, it would have been his ODI debut. Who was this player? And he never played a game in the uh, 2019 World Cup. Oh, he didn't play. Okay. Yeah. But well, he was that, takes out, that takes out my guess. I mean, I know I know Jofra Archer didn't play much international cricket before the World Cup, um, but he must, yeah, he clearly played. He probably hadn't played for England when he was selected in the squad, but he probably played after the squad was announced. Yes, yes. Um, so, so, didn't play in the World Cup. Yeah, but, uh, he has made his debut since then, though. He has played since. Do I? Uh, I think well, my 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 mind's gone my mind's gone blank. I think after the the Jeff Wilson one, I think that's 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 just that that's just twisted my um <laughs> twisted my memory a little bit. He's so I'll, I'll he was the only centurion on uh, when uh, New Zealand toured Australia uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Like a, a century in the Boxing Day test in the, se- yeah. in the second innings, and I just can't remember his name right now. Oh, okay. That's Tom Blendell from New Zealand. Yeah. Yep. Tom Blendell from New Zealand, Dan. So that uh, gives you a score of two in this round. And um, But so near yet so far, I think you would have almost got Solanke and uh, hand, handling the ball, which should have been pretty close. So well done, Dan, but you've been an amazing contestant. I think possibly the one of the best contestants to not make it to the semifinals, Dan. Thank you. I'll, I'll forever remain a lucky loser. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was closer than it was. But then at the end, as we've said for the third time on Stump IQ, Matthew Verghese is through after yet another extremely impressive performance. Dan, again, once again, it's been great having you on Stump IQ. We'll see you next time we do this. Gaurav, as always, great questions, man. Thank you.